TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Sabres offensive zone. There's a shot right on him. Riddick gets behind him. Scores! J.J. Paterka stayed with it. And gets the finish. Dowdy in behind the net. This is going to be turned over right to Greenway with a shot. Scores! Jordan straight down the Greenway. Cousins right side. Shot scores! Brian Johnson sends it to the far circle. Here comes a shot. That one scores! That's in the net. The Sabres have a 4 nothing lead. Rasmus Dahlin. Here's Benson in front. Scores! Stolen here as Alex Tuck from the right side scores! Alex Tuck with a shot save made in the rebound! Scores! Jordan Greenway! Uko Peckett looking for the fourth time this season, the fourth time in his career with the shutout. Hell of a job dialing into a game plan at a competitive level. Over and over and over. You pressured, you did it over and over for this guy. To back him up for a great effort. A lot of guys are buzzing today. Moving, great job. This goes to the big fellas. Greenway gets the sword, and the Sabres get the victory, and this is Valentine's Day. Hi, Marty. Hello. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Um... Yeah, it was kind of like a good date night if you were uh, <laughs> wanting to go out for Valentine's Day last night. It worked out. It was a... Not for the Kings, not for... Oh, by the way, yes, a fan from New Zealand swung by... Yeah, a Kings set. fan, I know, I saw. A Kings fan, but he yes. got somehow won a Marty Baron signed puck. He was all excited. This guy brought him over, all excited from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what makes you come to... I didn't notice his sweatshirt. And he yeah. goes, eh, Kings fan. But look, it wasn't a great night for him, but he went home with a Marty Baron signed puck. I mean, that's great right there. Does it last? Does the feeling last, or is it like one and done? Do you think he's still happy today? I think he's still happy today. I think okay. the only problem is that puck is always going to be a reminder of a seven nothing, <laughs> like you know, yeah, kicking, uh, you know, what kicking yeah. that uh, he saw here at KeyBank Center. All right, where are we headed today, um, fixture wise? Because this week you have led us into the toilet. Last night our yep. post game interview took us into the shower. That was Zach Benson discussing his superstition. So I'm mildly <laughs> concerned about where it goes today. So. Well, let's stay out of the bathroom. Let's just put it <laughs> that way. Um, I mean, the first thing that I thought about this morning when I woke up is. Um, and the reason why is because look, it's a seven nothing game. We laughed about about it after the 
the broadcast is the last time the Sabres have scored seven or more in a shutout was against the Atlanta Thrashers, and I had made 16 saves. And I can mm-hmm. think of that's 2001, and that was my first year after Hashek, right? I believe that uh, 99-2000-2000-2001 were his last two seasons that I was there with him, and then 2001-2002 was when Dom left. And, um, and, and so now what do we... I look at UPL. He's played 11 of the last 13. That's the rate of a number one goaltender. When you play six, you have a night off. You play another five, four, you have a night off. You you know, you start another one. Mm-hmm. That's the game rate of a number one goaltender is numbers in that stretch. He's six and five in those 11, not mm-hmm. on him. He, it could be eight and three. He could be nine and two. He sits at a 157 goals against average and a 944 save percentage at that time. And he sits at number one duffer in the NHL in goals save up above expectation per 60 in that time. Now, when you look at the total of of goals save above expectation, Jacob Markstrom's number one, but he's playing more. So Mm -hmm. there's more minutes. But uh, when you look at per game, he sits at number one. So I'm starting to think, okay, let's... Keep it rolling here. Maybe I'm jumping on the on the Duffer bandwagon and saying, well, play as much as you can. Play as as long as you can. You got to start establishing that you're that guy now. And he's yeah. Now I'm not sure what starting date you used. It might be. It's clearly different than mine. He's actually I started seven, January first, basically. Yeah. Started, so go to December 30th because he had uh, a very strong performance there, yeah. and that's where it turned from. You know, well. It's just an easier launching pad. So he's seven and five in that stretch. He's still not getting a lot of run support, but over the 12 games, he has a 1.6 goals against and a 941 save percentage and everything that you just talked about, you know, from an advanced standpoint. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think it's funny that like sometimes we, we, we try to surprise one another here, not just on Valentine's day, but just in general with the conversation, like we don't want it to be overscripted. I mean, Based on yesterday's butterfly conversation, I'm not surprised that you started with Lucan in today, even after a seven nothing win. Um, but the the point needs to be made that this window of time for Lucanin has to have created, caused whatever a serious evaluation, reevaluation of the position within the organization moving forward and for how long. And this is not just from the hockey department. I think every fan looking at it now um, is probably wondering, like, when do you commit, right? Like, as a uh, um, because we've been doing this <laughs> every summer, um, and then it doesn't work out for every team, right? They make yeah. they hitch their ride to somebody that gets hot, and then it's like, oh, well. But it's also the nature of the sport, and it's it's a risk reward system, right? Um, well, I look at it in the, in a way that, um, so what if Lukanen had started the season that way, right? What if he was seven and five in his first twelve? With well, the a, team, was, the team was fine though. Like, I mean, they didn't. I don't know. No, they, they were come... hanging around 500, but I'm just saying the numbers yeah. more. Like, they were giving oh, yeah, up more goals. Yeah, right. And now you look at, okay, in that same time span that we talk about with Lucan and since, you know, the end of December, early January, um, they're defending better as well. Um, you know, they're seventh 
in in their in um, expected goals against in the National Hockey League in that time span. So you're saying, okay, it's all working together. Um, yesterday they scored. Perfect. They scored seven. A lot of times they don't. So again, I think that you're trying to find your pieces and put your pieces in the place where they need to be. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think as I'm sitting here right now, I'm looking at, okay, we still have a big question mark in net again. And what are they going to do in net? And I, because being really good in the second half or being really good in the first half, it, look, it's still a good learning pattern a good establishing you know yourself as a as an nhl goaltender mm -hmm. regardless of when you do it um and early in the year let's not forget like i don't know that he was really given that opportunity to say hey you're our guy right three goalies levi you know let's let's play that. and then all of a sudden it takes you some time to get going and now boom now he's going now he's mm -hmm. he's playing probably his best why because he's feeling his best mentally and physically like i'm I'm so playing what a lot of mean? games. Huh? So what does it mean then in the what big does picture? It mean? Well, sure, he's a free agent. He does, still doesn't have a ton of games under his belt. I mean... I, that so means that you can do two things. Um, and look, I don't I don't expect the Sabres to sign Ukopeko Lukanen this week and say, hey, we've, we've locked him up for three more years or whatnot. But I do think that Lukanen doesn't have a lot of leverage in saying, I want... Four million dollars a year. I want. I think that, you know, you're going to get looking at a reasonable number and just say, well, "What's reasonable?" Help the people along here. What's reasonable for me for Ukopeka Lukunen is probably somewhere in the two and a half million dollar range, right now, in the way that I see it. Probably two and a half to three million. Um, and there's backup goaltenders around the National Hockey League that make, you know, two and a half to three million dollars. But at the same time, it's like, okay, that's the next step. That's where we feel that, where I would feel that Lukanen would be moving forward. And that's not saying, oh, you're trying to do it cheap again with, with goaltenders or whatnot. No, it's just that at his age, as a 24-year-old guy that's making $837,000 this year, going to $2.5 would be a step up, would be a, a chance to get there. Now, he's if you... You probably would have to do his agent would probably want a, a one year deal just to say, hey, a one year deal. And then after that, we go long term. We go longer term because he's 24 and he has three years before reaching, you know, unrestricted free agency. So a one or two year deal at that number. And then you see where you're at, I think would be probably the the um, the sweet spot for everybody. When really? I said when your deal, you kind of like looked at I, it. Yeah, I was shocked. Well, they're not going five or six or seven years. Well, I can't imagine an agent asking for one. No, but I think <laughs> the sweet spot. Surgery. It's been a grind to get to this point. I would think he'd want to be getting some term. Yeah, but if if you really <laughs> believe in your client and say that, hey, this guy is going to be making the five and six million dollars that number one goaltenders are making at some uh -huh. point in his career, you can't go out there and sign a four or five year deal at two and a half to three million dollars. You just can't. Yeah. Right. But you, so you, you have to you, play the, the UFA game and say, right. when are you a UFA at 27? You have three years. Okay. Sign two years at a modest two, yeah. number. Not one. Okay. Well, yeah. I, sa I said one. I I'm going to say two. 
Okay. Yeah. I, now, first of all, I don't know of an agent that doesn't believe in his client. So yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm I mean, sure there is some, but they're not very vocal about they're it. They're not as active on Twitter. But yeah, they're not. They're not as active, active on, on Twitter. Twitter you're right. Now, so yeah. But it oh, also, I, if you sign two years, here's what what would happen mm -hmm. is. You're also Levi has another year left, right? And I understand that that battle between Levi and Lucanen is always going to be like who's going to be the guy, even though right now Levi is in Rochester and Lucanen is playing at the level that he's playing in Buffalo. I think there's always the question mark well, could Levi be better? Could Levi be? It doesn't matter at this point. Could you have two goaltenders, right, that are good? Um, could they have Lukanen for two more seasons and then Levi a year and then he signs another contract and he signs a two-year deal around the same price because, hey, you're an NHL goaltender. You're another two years at two or 2.5 and now you have two goalies signed for $5 million and you still are managing your cap in yes. a very, very uh, smart way moving forward because instead of spending eight or nine million on goalies, you're still spending about five. And it's not that you're being cheap. It's because the situation is presenting itself that you can like kind of dig in your heels a little bit and, and keep the numbers down. Yeah. there. Who would you... Um... Like, there's no, I don't think, exact comp. Um, rarely is there. But, I mean, if you look at other goalies around the league, I think the salary type that you're talking about is similar to, like, a Mackenzie Blackwood in San Jose. Um, you know, and his journey has has been riddled with uh, injuries and inconsistency. And I think the Sharks believe in him a little bit. It's hard to... It's hard to do that in its entirety when you're in the in the window that they're in right now, mm -hmm. uh, which is in all likelihood, you know, trying to land the first overall pick. I think Georgiev kind of fits into it a little bit too. He's obviously older at 28, but even Georgiev, you know, um, at 3.4, like that's not a crazy salary, but he probably had a little more. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You know, more established game, correct? Yep. Right. Well, um, yeah, Georgiev was way more established, more uh, history, had played longer, yeah. and was was 
traded for Colorado acquired Georgiev to say mm-hmm. you're on number one. Here's a guy that I think is very a very good comparable. You're um, not going to say Swayman, are you? No, I'm not going to say Jeremy Swayman. <laughs> but, but even that's... Jeremy playing on a great team and showing nothing but an upward trajectory since the moment he entered the NHL, you know, even he landed on 3.4. Um, and that's not an outrageously high number given the credentials that he packed into a small period of time, right? Okay, so how about Stuart So I think Skinner? you're right on the salary number. Like, I think that's that's definitely, you know, kind of the range we would be looking at here. So Stuart Skinner is 25 last year. Holder finalist last year. Mm-hmm. Last year, like he was a um, December of 2022. So not like a year and a month ago, a year and two months ago, mm-hmm. he signed an extension to his contract. He was making $750,000. He was on a two-way. So mm-hmm. he was playing well and Jack Campbell was struggling. Well, that's the problem. They already had Campbell on the books. So they had leverage kind of against Skinner there. They oh. they did. Um, not saying that the Sabres don't have leverage against Lukanen, but they do have a situation where they start the season with Devin Levi thinking Levi's our guy or whatnot, and you Lukanen, you're gonna wait. But Skinner signed a three-year deal at 2.6 million a year, right? Mm-hmm. He's now 25 years old. When he is going to be done with this contract, he's an unrestricted free agent. So yeah. giving Skinner the extra year kind of puts Edmonton in a situation where, okay, if it didn't work with Skinner, we can clean, walk away, and we're mm-hmm. done with it. Yeah. Or if it works, well, in two years, we can extend them for the future before he becomes a UFA, before before all of that. And I think the Oilers will probably be in that situation. After next season, after the 24-25 season, they will have to look to extend Skinner if he continues to play the way that he is now. Yeah, but, the problem is they still have Campbell on the books beyond that. <laughs> they, well, yeah, they're going to have to really like figure that well, one out. And again, yeah. that's why when, when you have an opportunity to look and say, okay, we can move forward with our goalie situation and, yeah. and maybe um, be smart about it, Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a luxury, right? Like, there's a lot of teams that are like, oh, we'd like to be smart about it, but we're stuck because we have a contract. We can't move. We can't do mm-hmm. anything about, and that's problematic. Um, but I think Stuart Skinner is a really good comparable in the way that yep. didn't have a lot of experience, was having a good season, same age, ended up at 2.6 over three years. Yep. Uh, it works. We literally talked about it a week or so ago, just about did the... Sabres play the Oilers recently? Why was I thinking this? But regardless, I mean, I, I it must have just come up in the topic of conversation. But because I was like, he was number one in save of, uh, goal save oh, above expectation right and was, Lukanen yeah. was number two. Exactly. And I said, what was the commonality? They both had ridiculous heights and lows in the, you know, the adversity of trying to find their way. Like Skinner was being run out of the league three months ago. Yeah. When Edmonton couldn't get a save. And Calvin Pickard was being called up to try to be better than Skinner better than Campbell and a stopgap until they made a big trade. Like yeah. this is what we were talking about two months ago with the Edmonton Oilers before they rattled off this win streak. It's yeah. it's crazy. And Lukanen uh, didn't play the first six games of the season. And then he played five in a row this year. Why? Because Levi and Comrie were hurt. And yes. you had like uh, Logan Cooley getting called up from Rochester to back up. And it no, was like, that would be Devin. Oh. Uh, Devin Logan. What did I say? Logan Cooley, <laughs> Devin Cooley. Yes. Um, you know, David Brisebois refing the game instead of being the GM in in uh, in uh, in Tampa. But anyway, yeah. like, but that's the thing. And like, Nigel Dawes was... starring in goal last night for the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, Nigel Dawes. Another oh. name from another uh, name. Another name. We should play this next. game way more often. Change the first name, keep the storyline. Uh, I yeah. mean, with my brother and I, that has been a <laughs> historical thing from the day we were uh, young kids with my parents. And yeah. then after that, uh, or people calling me Marty Brother because they right. like our Marty and the two goalies. And anyway, so these all fall the, under bad Valentines, right? Like when you put the wrong under, name on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's Valentine's Day, people. Do not write the wrong name on a card or I leave a message or on a text. Like, be, please be careful. Don't do what Duffer did last night. Oh, no. Duffer was trying to text me and Jeff last night. No, yesterday, uh, yesterday, actually, uh, the show. yesterday yeah, for yeah. the show to open the Zoom uh, call. And uh, he texted his daughter and she's like, <laughs> What? What Zoom? Which and, is, then and then I'm like, oh, that was meant for our producer. She's like, I kind of figured. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. It happens. No, but again, Lukanen, like, well, goalies it's, it's... have to jump through so many hoops, I feel, to get to a place where some of them, they, they walk right in and they're fine. Uh, but most goalies, yeah. you look at their history and they're like, man, they jump through a lot of hoops to get to where they are. And Lukanen mm-hmm. jumped through a lot of hoops and he's getting rewarded for it. He really is, and and he's earning the reward, and I think that's the most important thing um, because obviously they're not in a position to be giving things out, you know, just based on well, this is what the market should be, right? No, this is about, and you you referenced this earlier, and I think it's really important in this path that Lukanen is on. There's still ten points out of the playoffs. Yes. 23 and seven is the likely number they have to go to, to make it or give themselves a reasonable chance. That's crazy to think that they could do it. Maybe they will based on Don's comments last night. When you, the fact that for whatever reason, they've had trouble creating this urgency until the outside world tells them like, you now have no time left. Like it has to be urgent. You know what I mean? So um, they're definitely in that window now. There's no, there's no games to to play with when you've only got 30 remaining and they've, yeah. they've carved out the 10-point deficit. But what you referenced earlier was when a player gets hot and did it happen at the start of the season and then not continue? Did it happen at the end of the season when they were already out of the race and pressure is off and blah, blah, blah? That's not what happened here for Lukanen. They were in the middle of the season, prime time real estate against significant opponents and absolutely had to deliver. And if it turns out that he has this incredible stretch to close out the year and they miss the playoffs, it's not on him. To me, it's not comparable to a guy inflating his point totals on a team that's 50 points out of the playoffs. And the guy ends up with 70 points and says, pay me five million. You know, like this. Well, he this still can, got seventy points, but I think we're not you know, in that window. I saying, think the last, right? the last ten games of the season, the last maybe dozen games of the season, you always have those bad teams that are like, well, we finished the season eight two and two, and we're ready for next year. And look at this guy in the last twelve games, he had six goals and and eight assists for fourteen points. And okay, we're not in that window here. It's not the last. 12 games, the last 10 games of the season where, right. you know, somebody did not perform well for most of the season and just shows up or, or just to have this hook on, on, on everybody for the year after this is, as you say, it's been for now over a month 
probably more like six weeks of high caliber playing from Uko Pekalukanen. Mm-hmm. And it's in the middle of the season. And it's finally when he's given that chance. Now, yes. would I have started the season by saying, Lukanen, you're my guy? No, I wouldn't have because I didn't think that he, it was going to take this turn, but he was given an opportunity, given a chance, and he took it. And you got to be commanding of him for that. I agree. And, you know, now it's just, and it's hard to believe that while we're talking about this, <laughs> they've just come off of that extended layoff, right? Yeah. So like the numbers in reality could be, could be even bigger in this period of time, but uh, they had their bye week and the all-star break and, uh, and quite frankly, a light schedule um, before getting into now the every other day routine, which continues tomorrow against the Florida Panthers. The Panthers are in action tonight in Pittsburgh with Bobrovsky in goal. What a challenge it will be for the Sabres against Florida, who will undoubtedly not resemble in any way what the Kings looked like last night, which kind of came out of nowhere based on how the Kings had been very recently but was also very reminiscent of what the Kings have shown to be this year, which is incredibly inconsistent. The real winners last night in the NHL were Calgary, Minnesota, and Seattle, as they were able to, by not playing, watch some teams falter. Seattle won, of course, in a shootout, but the West closed up. Now you've got six teams within five points in the Western Conference wildcard race, and that's a tough one for L.A. to lose, tough one for St. Louis to lose against a depleted Toronto team. And all of a sudden, Minnesota, who Buffalo's going to see on Saturday when they travel to St. Paul, find themselves believing that, hey, we've been awful by our standards for 52 games. We've changed a coach, but now we see an opportunity. And I, I you know, so this is going to be an interesting week. I'll tell you what, though, it's not as compressed as what the Amherst are up against. Marty, Devin Levi takes them into battle tonight in Utica. Yuri Kulik comes back into the lineup. I had to do a double take and triple check this. They have seven games in the next 11 days. This has been a team that has been playing mostly two games on weekends, right? They've got Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Then an afternoon game Monday, Monday in Toronto, and then Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And the challenge here is that five of the seven games are in the division, all of them against teams they're either tied with or below them. And they're only three points removed from the bottom of the division, which is held by Utica. And when you get to the monstrosity end of this trip, you play by far the best team in the league, by far. 800 winning percentage Hershey yeah. in their building on the back end of a back-to-back and it's not the shortest trip ever. So, oh my goodness, what a well, stretch here for the Amherst. And it goes to a question that we just got on X by, uh, by Sam. Uh, he says, any reason why Quinn and powers are not on IR to allow for roster spots to facilitate call-ups. Um, did he the say Amherst powers are playing or did seven you? and eleven, so they need their bodies down there. Right now, the Sabers have thirteen forwards because last night Eric Robinson was a healthy scratch, yeah. so they have an extra forward. They have sixty, so obviously they could call up a defenseman. But um, and and if they do, they will number one probably put Jack Quinn on IR or long term IR because he's going to miss you know the the time that you can do and and then if they have to they may put Owen Power on IR but they don't have to so uh, until you have to you you really don't need to make the the move just to say we're going to put players on injured reserve just like that like you 
you just got to wait it out. And I think that right now, because the Amherst are playing seven and 11, you're probably saying, okay, let's wait and see what happens. Are are, our guys healthy? Mm -hmm. Um, The six defensemen are healthy. They played well. Um, You kind of go with that. But if you have to call somebody up, it's an easy transaction to make to put Quinn or Power on, on the IR. The Amherst have points in three straight. It just doesn't feel like it because they lost in the first minute of overtime in back-to-back games against Syracuse on the weekend. So it left a really crappy taste (laughs) in their mouth. But, you know, you got to keep picking up the points here. What it did was it prevented them from really challenging Syracuse for top spot in the division because they had been able to nail down both in regulation time. We'd be talking about something completely different right now, and that is more of an emphasis on first place as opposed to stabilizing here and making sure you don't allow Utica to get any closer. Dan's coming up on the other side. We've got the Catwalk for Charity coming up on March the 15th, so we are just over a month away from the return of this event. It happens at Forbes Theatre in downtown Buffalo at 512 Pearl Street. Ryan Miller and his former teammates runway walk once again with this return of the Catwalk for Charity. Sabres alum modeling outfits designed by our friends at Courage of Carly, the patients at Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center, and proceeds benefiting the Ryan Miller Legacy Fund. To learn more, get your tickets now. Visit sabers.com slash catwalk. We're back after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 